if you're struggling, if you're not sure, and you know that there's something, maybe it's your finances, maybe you're, you've are you just got a house that is drowning in clutter, you don't do it all in one day. It's one step at a time. And if you need some encouragement, send me a message. I'd love to cheer you on, truly. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. We have a special co-host today. It's Spencer Cox, who happens to be the Lieutenant Governor of Utah. Welcome, Spencer. Hey, Jared. It's great to be with you. Outstanding. And of course, our guest today is somebody that I really look up to, someone who's just an emerging presence online doing big things. It's Amy Robles. She's a military spouse, mama, blogger, podcast host of The Family Not Show, friend, collaborator, ray of sunshine, and loves to chat over nachos. Uh, All of these are good things. Amy was recently featured on the Huffington Post for the excellent work she's doing on the Family Knot podcast. Amy, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. All right, Amy, so you know this is coming. What's the best concert that you have ever been to? So I thought about this a lot. And the very best one was my husband bought tickets when we were very first married and we went right in San Diego next to the convention center. There's this outdoor theater and it's right on the Harbor. And we went and listened to Frank Sinatra Jr. (laughs) It was us and 95 year olds from all around the state. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's great. Amy, that's fantastic. I know you've been to a lot of good concerts, but I have to agree, that's pretty impressive. So I have a question too, and I think I already know the answer, but I want to make sure. So Jared and I were talking a little bit about 80s TV shows, and we were, uh, we were thinking about 80s TV girls. Are you Wonder Woman fan or Daisy Duke? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I just took that <laughs> quiz online, and I, it says <laughs> Daisy Duke, which is so not me. <laughs> it was a rip of the Facebook short. couldn't be wrong busting a gut <laughs> very nice very nice so it sounds like the answer is wonder woman <laughs> right on i'll take it all right fair enough all right so the next blank versus blank would you rather go to the blackberry festival or the pumpkin patch oh they're both excellent we just went to the pumpkin patch yesterday and farmer johnson is literally 91 years old and he went through the whole process. It was beautiful. It was 10 little snot-nosed three-year-olds and hilarious in the rain and mud. Such a great time. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. I'm sure he was at the Frank Sinatra concert, so you had a lot to talk about. That's good. <laughs> uh, he loves Frank Sinatra. Okay, so the last time you had to cue the sad trombone was fill in the blank. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Just, well, yesterday. I can't believe you're making me say this. So for preschool, twice a week, my daughter goes and she needs to have a snack. And she always told me her favorite time is snack time. Well, yesterday, I just found out that I'm supposed to pack the snack. For two months, we have not had a snack, but she's been packing her own snack. Super big mom fail, but total lesson. She's been just loading up her own snack. It's been yeah, one of those moments where it was the perfect sad trombone. Mom of the year. Well done. <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my daughter wouldn't let me live that down if I forgot the snack. So I, I totally feel your pain there. <laughs> All right. So, Amy, the last finish this sentence. The best way to break up with credit cards is to... Oh, listen to a Taylor Swift song and then write it a letter to him. Just, you dear John, the credit card. Oh, you give it to him. <laughs> 
you tell that credit card that he does not deserve you and his friend's gold card, platinum card, whoever they are, overnamed metallic cards can just take a walk because this girl found cash. <laughs> it was <laughs> wow. one of the funnest blog posts I have ever written. And it was, I can't believe how many people that just resonated with. Good deal. Wow. Amy, ironically, my last sad trombone moment was last week when I actually downloaded my first Taylor Swift song. So I'm well on my way. <laughs> this, is, this is fantastic. So Amy, we're, you know, obviously we're here to talk to you a little bit about your podcast and uh, your blog and some of the great things you're doing. But I want to start with a little background and I want you to tell Jared's listeners where the Navy has taken you and your family. Oh, yeah. So we met, I was working in Orange County, California, and he was in San Diego. And so we dated for almost two years, long distance. And then we were in San Diego for a couple of years. Then we moved to Hawaii for almost five years. And now we're up here in Washington State. We've been here just over a year. Great places to live. Very cool. Very cool. You've had it pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Good deal. All right, so 2014 has been a full year for you, and you're doing a lot of cool stuff online, but you weren't always, you didn't always have the presence that you have now online. So, where did all of this online stuff start? Well, 2014 has been the year that changed our life. Last year, we just looked at all of the Christmas cards coming in, and we decided, my husband and I, to, that we were going to work really hard and pay off $5,000 of our credit card debt. And by the end of January, we realized this is not working out. So in February, we actually signed up for Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University and went through that program. And I don't know if it was heaven shining on us. I don't know if it was like a magnifying glass on our finances. But in this calendar year alone, we've been able to pay off $25,000 of our debt. And it's been an incredible experience. And as we started doing this, I was like, honey, I have to tell people you can do it. I need to let people know that it's possible and you can take a really tough situation and turn it around. And he said, okay, you do what you got to (laughs) do. Started blogging and I really loved how I could write and connect. And then it just kind of led into, I want more. I want to connect more. I want to be able to tell people and really talk to them. And so I talked to him about, maybe I should start a podcast. And he just looked at me like, oh, dear, (laughs) I've seen you fight with the remote control, honey. I don't know. (laughs) But it's just unfolded little by little. And I cannot believe how many people have been able to make little changes in their own life and in their own finances and have really had some powerful experiences come about from that. And I'm so grateful just to be part of that. Wow, Amy, that's incredibly inspiring. And, you know, I'm lucky because I've known you since college. We won't tell people how long that's been, but uh, you have just an incredible personality and people are just naturally attracted to you. And as I've watched you start your blog and now your podcast, really, and I know listeners can hear that now, see that personality come through, but you started with your blog. You talked a little bit about this idea of a podcast, and I know you wanted to share your successes. But what's the big driver behind that podcast? What was kind of the turning point that that gave you the courage to go out and do what you're doing? Oh, man. So my heart was racing just thinking like, can I really do this? And I was, I'd done all of this, taken a class, studied as much as I could. I had all of the things in order. And then I just really needed to send out a message to my friends on Facebook and let them know that this is coming up and I'd really love a little support if you could just check it out. 
And I had the message ready. And as I was sitting at my computer, I was my hands were just rubbing up and down my legs like, I don't know if I can do this. This is out of my zone. I don't know. I'm a mom. This is not really my specialty. And I was shaking. I couldn't type. I looked over and I actually leaned over to throw up in the garbage can. <laughs> that might be a little TMI. And I thought, oh, gotta stop. So I ran downstairs and I started making dinner for the evening. And as I was making dinner, I was actually listening to the Star of the Doubt show. It's so crazy that this has all turned out like this. And Jared had this episode, and I cannot even tell you who his guest was, but the message was, you can do it. You can face your fear and step out and be brave and do something different. And it just was like that push to my heart. And I just ran upstairs and I sent out the email. And then I went back downstairs and was finishing making dinner. And we had dinner. A couple hours later, I went up to the computer and I was just floored with so much love and support and messages of, oh, I can't wait to hear the enthusiasm. Oh my gosh, you tell great stories. It's going to be so much fun. And it was just overwhelming how your podcast, Jared, really affected my life personally and gave me just that extra push of courage to step out and do that. I've shared your podcast with people in my family, like my sister and my mom, and they've all come back just saying, I just love Amy. I don't know Amy, but I just love Amy. And that seems to be common. More and more people who are listening who are saying, me too, me too. And I just am really encouraged to know that you're willing to take that step. And of course, the show is called Start It Out. So you mentioned it is. It's a little scary and it does take courage to go out and maybe start a podcast and put some of your wins out there and put some of the things that aren't so glamorous and share that. What are some other ways that you're starving your doubts throughout this process? So one thing is I'm asking for new guests always. I know that's part of the podcasting process. I've just started a project of 100 rejection letters. So I've got a blog going. I've got a little podcast going. And now I need to keep asking and moving forward so I can reach out and hopefully inspire others that they can take that step and they can attack that one thing that's in their way standing just to break through and achieve some real potential and become who they really can become. That's my whole purpose with this. Well, for those of us that know you, Amy, none of this is a surprise to us. And I think that's the interesting thing about kind of overcoming those doubts, starving those doubts, is it really allows people to be themselves. And we've seen that with you. I I remember when I told my wife, hey, Amy has a blog. She said, well, of course she does. And she couldn't wait to read it. And you named your blog Woman Enriched. And that's meant a lot to Abby, to my wife, as she's read through that. But tell us a little bit about why you decided to name it Woman Enriched. The more I thought about it, and it was, I wanted the blog to be about financial strategies, how to do better, how to pinch the pennies, but I didn't want it to be a giant coupon site. And then the more I thought about it, went through, I was talking with my cousin Don back and forth, back and forth, and what a great blog really can. Living an enriched life is not just about finances. It's about those relationships, about having those good friends you can just reach out and trust and ask for something and know that you are in good hands. It's about being able to spend time with your family and turning the whole world off and just appreciating how good your family is. And that to me is what living an enriched life is. All right. So, Amy, we know that you are a military spouse and that's not always (laughs) that's not always easy. So let's talk about that for a little bit. What makes being a military spouse additionally stressful? Well, every wife 
that's home. Every mom has family to keep, you know, everything going for the family. And also make sure the laundry's caught up, make sure dinner's on the table, just all of those things to be the heart of the home. Being a military spouse, at any moment, they can say, oh, your husband needs to go, you're gone, just take over. And you go from being a cooperative team to being a one-man show. It also, their military spouses, they have to be, you have no idea how long that's going to be. Maybe he's gone for two weeks and maybe he's gone for two months and maybe he's gone for much, much longer. And that was a big, big lesson for me to learn when we first moved to Hawaii, because in San Diego, he was working on a rescue submarine, which was more like a fireman. He would go on a few days tour and then come back in a few days tour. And I thought, oh, well, submarine duty is going to be just fine. Oh, holy smokes. That was a big wake up call for me. And my mom had just passed away two weeks before we moved to Hawaii. So I didn't know a person there and I wasn't ready to reach out and talk. I really needed someone, but he was gone so much that there is so much an element of loneliness that you really have to work to reach out and make great friends fast. Thanks for sharing that, Amy. It's always interesting to, you know, we hear people and we listen to podcasts and we see all these successful people and to realize that everyone faces these difficulties in their own lives, especially in the military. And you've touched on that. The name of your podcast, The Family Knot, tell us a little bit about why you decided to name it that. I looked for a long time to find the perfect name for that podcast, Spencer. It was crazy trying to find what defines that because you are the heart of the home, first of all, but you're also the support strength for your husband or your spouse when they're out. You're also the rock for the kids when dad's gone. So you need to hold all of that together. And then you need to make sure that the family finances are going really well. Maybe there's an opportunity where you could have that and still stay home, still be the heart of the home, take care of all those different things and find a way to incorporate a couple of little income streams to really help your family overall. And so it was trying to find that right combination, something that just ties your whole family together. And I was walking with a friend explaining this to her and she said, oh, like the family knot. (laughs) I about (laughs) tripped over in shock. That was the name. That was perfect. It just came like lightning. It is the perfect name. All right. So you were talking earlier about some of the stress that comes with being a military spouse. So for someone who's listening that knows someone who's a military spouse, or maybe they are one, what suggestions do you have for them? It is never, ever wrong to ask for help. That was a big one for me to learn. I love being independent and taking care of things. But I had a brand new newborn and my husband was gone for two months and she didn't sleep for three days longer than maybe 20 minutes. And after a couple of days, I was in bad shape trying to keep up and trying to make sure that it was getting so exhausted that I wasn't functioning properly. And I should have asked for help a lot earlier, but I didn't. And then I was scared and I didn't trust myself. And it's okay to ask for help. And it's not just okay. It's really smart of you. Maybe you need to find another military spouse in your neighborhood and swap sitting the kids so one mom can run errands and one mom can stay with the kids and vice versa. Maybe help for you is finding a sitter for a couple hours so you can go out and have a girl's night and just laugh and share stories about Cheerios up the nose and kids eating jalapeno on accident. And I have no personal experience with these stories, Yeah, (laughs) those kinds of things. 
poor Dia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm sure uh, all of our kids will need therapy at some point in their lives. So. Right. Amy, so you've talked about the impetus behind starting your blog and starting your podcast. And although you cover a lot of areas for military spouses, I know the focus is on finances and helping people to get out of debt, to free themselves from that, that bondage like you have. If you were to give kind of one big money-saving secret that has worked for you, what would that be? Well, this seems so obvious, but it was like a revelation for me. And that is, you need to stay away. Target was a friend when my husband was on deployment. I thought, oh, I'll just go in, see a couple of things, cute little items for the home. And it would be, you know, 50, 100 bucks later. And I didn't realize that I was trying to fill a gap by buying little things and making our home a little bit better. So if anthropology is your weakness, you don't go in without a chaperone. It's just like a drunk going to a bar, right? That's not going to work. You need to have that. And it sounds crazy, but that is a way and you can figure it out and set yourself up like this is my training. This is what I'm working on. And I won't go in unless I have a chaperone. Or if you don't know anyone in your area, then you take your phone. And if you're going to buy something, you take a picture of it and you send a text to your best girlfriend or your best friend and say, this is why I'm buying it for these reasons. And you have to give three solid reasons why that's a legitimate purchase and not a want. Does that make sense? There's so many times where we think it's a need, but it's really just a want. And that's a new skill to learn. No, it is a new skill. That's revolutionary. For anyone that implements that, that would make a big difference in their finances. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, start to wrap up, Amy. Who is doing something that interests you? Wow. Okay, so this is crazy, but you, Jared, have this gift with reaching out to people and just building them up. And I totally respect that and how you help people become their best. And it still is building you up. And it's ironic because Spencer is a very high leader in the state, but he still has that powerful gift of making people feel important and helping them achieve their very best. So the two of you, it's totally amazing that the three of us could have this conversation because you both have inspired me and helped me succeed in ways you can't realize. Thank you. Well, thank you, Amy. And, uh, and thank you, Jared. I concur with those parts of your sentiments. As I've listened to Jared's podcast, this ability that you both have to reach out to people and make them feel like they know you, even if they've never met you, is a true gift and something that you're both very fortunate to possess and something I know you've worked on for years. Amy, for those listening, what is the best place for listeners to connect with you online? Yeah, very easy to find me on Twitter. It's Amy Robles. I-T-S-A-M-Y-R-O-B-L-E-S. And then that'll take you straight to womanenrich.com and the Family Not Podcast. And I'm a fan of both. <laughs> Let the record show. Okay, so Amy, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? If you're struggling, if you're not sure, and you know that there's something, maybe it's your finances, maybe you're, you've just got a house that is drowning in clutter, you don't do it all in one day. It's one step at a time. And if you need some encouragement, send me a message. I'd love to cheer you on, truly. 
Outstanding. Amy, thank you so much. Best wishes to you and your family. Of course, as your husband, as he's going in and out, we'll be keeping him in our prayers and definitely appreciate his service. And yeah, just all the cool things you're doing with Women Enriched and Family Night. This is fantastic. So happy to spread the word and uh, yeah, just bless you for what you're doing. And Spencer, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate this. It's been great. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. It's about those relationships, about having those good friends you can just reach out and trust and ask for something and know that you are in good hands. It's about being able to spend time with your family and turning the whole world off and just appreciating how good your family is. And that to me is what living an enriched life is.